Hello and welcome to Gunfighter Cast, episode 76. I'm John McGregor, here with my co-host Daniel Shaw. Hey Daniel. Hey John. Daniel has over 15 years experience as a Marine infantryman. I have over 20 years experience as a law enforcement officer. Combined, we have about 30 years of experience as firearms instructors and 32 years of experience carrying concealed weapons. The purpose of this show is to discuss firearms, equipment, and training as it relates to self-defense from a military, law enforcement, and civilian perspective. Welcome, Daniel. How's uh, things across the world? Doing pretty good. How's things back on the other side of the world? Uh, I'm doing pretty well. We um, we are. I am in the Northeast, but we largely missed the uh the hurricane didn't do any long-term damage for us we made out better than the new york new jersey area so we got lucky there yeah i'm glad you're all right glad you made it yeah the the nor'easter that we had a couple days later was just a little bit of a little bit of snow and rain so so far so good yep hanging in there had an election we did yep we sure did oh yeah didn't notice it It was kind of all over the place yeah it's over now. I think we all know the outcome of that. Probably not the exact same thing that us Second Amendment supporters were uh, going after, but it is what it is. And uh, now we have to deal with it. And that's kind of what we're going to talk about right now on this show, right? Yes. Right after a word from our sponsor. Whoa. That was pretty professional, huh? We should do like a legit commercial, like play music. Like, Aries here is the maker of the best belts out there. Those are the guns going off in the background. With the Aries gear belt. No? All right. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. So, Aries gear. Go buy your belt. Go buy your Ranger belt. Jake at AriesGear.com. Always uh, happy to talk to his customers as long as you're not asking him, how come my belt's taking so long? But uh, very yep. very helpful if you have any questions about the uh, the belts themselves. And uh, as far as, you know, where it goes, I've still worn this every day since uh since i've had it and still showing uh nowhere other than the buckle from laying on cement and rooftops and things you probably shouldn't be laying on top of so definitely worth the effort um worth the expense glad i have one yeah i've been getting a lot of messages lately and seeing people post on facebook and the uh, aries gear page a little bit more than before talking about they've gotten aries gear belts aries gear belts and they love them and I'm getting questions, people asking me through Facebook and email. Just got off the, the Facebook with somebody right now talking about Aries gear belts. And they're definitely uh, getting interested in them. And people, every single one that has bought one has the same thing in common. Every single one of them say, you were right. This belt is freaking awesome. A couple of them used a bit stronger language than that, that we don't use on Gunfirecast, saying how awesome it was. So if you don't want to take it from us, look around for reviews. I looked on the internet for a few places and saw where... The Aries gear belt had been reviewed. A similar belt copy of the Aries gear belt had been reviewed by a few different blogs. And it was like the customers were just on there destroying the blogger because they didn't give credit that this was an Aries gear belt copy. Uh, it was just, I mean, he's got, there's a reason why an organization or a company, you know, that produces something gets customer loyalty like that. And that's because they have great customer service and they have a great product. So if you don't want to take it from us, just look around. You're going to find, Everybody else saying they're great. Yeah, and I just want to thank Jake again for uh, for sponsoring the show. It's uh, it's nice that we've got a, a product that you know we can stand behind. It's not just uh, anybody coming along, and that's kind of the you know that was kind of your master plan from the beginning. Is you know we're only gonna have people on the show that do produce the best of 
you know, what it is that they produce. So it's good to have uh, Jake and Aries gear here with us. Yep. And we also, while you're listening to this, if you're sitting at your computer, go to podcastawards.com. Make sure you vote for Gunfighter Cast. We're under education. Do that every day from now until the 15th. We've only got a few more days left to get out there and, and vote for so uh, we can win that award for Best in Education for the 2012 People's Choice Podcast Awards. This could be the only election that actually has a positive outcome for something to do with gun rights if we win, right? Right. Well, it's already positive that we're in it, mm. but it could be even more positive if we win it, and we are in it to win it, right? That's what Randy Jackson would say. That's right. All right. Well, let's talk about stuff. All right. Well, we kind of stumbled upon our topic uh, as we were just talking before the show began. And I was just asking uh, Daniel if there was, you know, based on the elections and, uh, you know, recently Diane Feinstein came out and, you know, she's wasting no time in talking about banning magazines and pistol grips and black sharp foldy thingies and anything else that they don't understand. So I'd ask Daniel, based on all this stuff, is there, do you think there's anything that you're going to be purchasing in the short term in anticipation of things to come? Well, I think it's important for us to explain that we stumbled across this topic. We were planning on talking about something else. And then in general conversation, we started talking about buying a gun or I just made an ammo purchase. And, you know, John asked, what am I concerned about? Basically what you just asked us now. You're thinking about buying, you know, could go away soon. About two minutes later, we realized that we were in a very passionate conversation of something that we were really concerned about. And so we said, let's stop talking and record this. And uh, that's kind of where we are right now. Yeah, based on the recent elections and the political climate, yeah, we've had a lot of wins, even with, you know, the, the current regime. Uh, we've had a lot of wins at the gun, gun side. We're very close to, to start getting losses. We've got to stay on top of it, first of all. Can't let up. We've got to join those different organizations that we always talk about in every show, NRA, Second Amendment Foundation, Gun Owners of America, even the U.S. Concealed Carry Association, local agencies or whatever's in your area you gotta always join those and support them and also get involved don't just give them money but if you have the time then get involved to help combat some of this stuff you know if one of our supreme court judges dies or retires we're going to be in a serious world of hurt we have got to get on top of this and stay on top of it yeah we try not to get too political on this show but uh i mean this has got to be something that's very important to all of us yeah absolutely and uh, I, I don't think we're really even limiting it to, you know, why you're purchasing something. You know, it might not be that, uh, you know, I think something's going to be banned or I think it's not going to be banned or, you know, just basically just talking about, um, you know, any purchases you plan on making and, and kind of uh, why you're doing it. The first purchase I made was some ammunition. And the reason I did that was Partly because maybe it's going to be hard. I mean, they've already tried to push for that you know, ammo registration and serialization and all that stuff. But mainly because last time, you know, we see from last time the president was elected, you know, he's been called the best gun salesman in history. He's the best ammo salesman as well. Ammo prices went through the roof, and I expect them to do the same thing. I saw people posting on Facebook that work in gun stores and read things online where there was just a astronomical amount of ammunition bought the day after the election. I added to that. I went ahead and bought some before. It was either not able to be found in 9mm and 5.56 or because it was just too expensive that I wouldn't be able to afford it later on. And I'm not talking about buying this money or this ammo so I can 
you know, start a militia or do anything crazy like that. Like, I still want to go carry on my life. I've been excited for the past three years to get back to the U.S. and be able to go to the range and shoot my guns and train and have fun and take shooting courses. I can't do that if I can't afford ammo. So I went ahead and, and bought a, you know, a large amount of ammunition, you know, so I can train with and practice with. And, of course, I'll keep some for, you know, carrying and some around the house for an emergency uh, just in case. But it, I, I bought ammo because I don't want it to get where I can't afford it, you know, in the near future. Now, have you, um, you know, based on that, have you given any thought to getting into reloading or at all? I have. I do plan on getting into reloading. I don't so much want to mess with the rifle calibers at first. I want to kind of learn just reloading 9mm. And that's really the only thing I'm concerned with reloading right now is just 9mm because that's what I shoot the most. But I eventually want to have a you know a decent amount of ammunition and, you know, various calibers. Since we're still on ammo, I read somewhere about... Uh, kind of going off of what you said about Diane Feinstein, going after our evil black guns and everything else they don't understand, you know, we may be okay in the lever action category, which is a very good repeating rifle. Not bad at all. So I've been looking at maybe buying some ammunition and some calibers that uh, are fired through lever actions, like such as 3030, 3570, and some other stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But eventually, uh, as far as reloading, I, I do want to start reloading 5.56. And when I do pick up that uh, AK-74, probably going to go ahead and buy that stuff because it's cheap anyway, and hopefully it stays cheap and stays available. Yeah, right Right now I'm in a pretty good position as far as, you know, as far as ammo goes. I've got a couple jobs that provide ammo for me, so never to this point gotten into reloading, but, uh, you know, things could change, and it is something that I do have somewhat of an interest in. So although I'm not doing it right now, it's something that, uh, you know, certainly consider doing in the future. So what about you, as far as buying ammo? As far as ammo, nothing nothing right now. I've, I've kind of been, um, you know, you talked a little bit about, uh, it's actually kind of the food preparation, you know, you had talked about last uh, episode with, with John Hottaway, how you just go to the grocery store and you just buy a little extra and store it away, buy a little extra, store it away. And that's kind of how I've been, been running with ammo, you know, just a little here and there. And... You know, minor purchases here and there. And then, you know, just based on my employers being able to shoot their ammo when I need to shoot some so I can keep my own. So I've got a, uh, certainly not an arsenal or anything, but uh, I've got a little bit stored away that I'd be good to go for a little bit. Okay. I think it's important for people to have a little bit of ammunition, whether it is to protect your family or just so you can go out and, you know, keep doing the things you do, like whether it's shoot IDPA or take shooting courses. You can't get better if you don't have ammo gets scarce again. It gets really expensive. Hopefully you bought some before that happened. Mm-hmm. Now, what about um, what about hardware? Any firearm purchases based on recent events? Well, not really. I do still want to get that pistol that, you know, we've talked about a few times, that 226 Elite Dark. I think it's kind of hastened my want to get that AK-74, but I'm still not, you know, super close to getting that. About three months ago, I bought five lower receivers an upper receiver to match one of the lowers. And that I just that was just anticipating the elections. For some reason, maybe you never know, you not, might not be able to get them. I think it's a good investment to have a few lowers. If there is a ban and it's similar to the last assault weapons ban, then I'm going to have serial numbers that are going to be considered pre-ban guns. So that's kind of my thought process on that one. Yeah, it's uh, certainly, yeah, the smarter way to do it would have been like you did kind of invest a little earlier as opposed to now because I think everything... You know, you're not going to find as many, you know, rifles hanging on the wall with, uh, you know, prices below MSRP because the 
guy running the gun store, you know, he can't get them for those prices now. He's going to have to pay more to resupply himself. So the place where Six Hour Academy, they've got a pro shop. And, you know, the morning after the elections, um, they made, obviously, they had uh, quite a bit of business. I don't know if they, uh, I don't know if they release numbers and I don't know if I'm supposed to talk numbers. So I'm not going to say what the numbers are, but they uh, sold a significant amount of product before, uh, before noontime on Wednesday morning just because of the elections. Wow. And if there's that many people concerned about it, I don't think these are a bunch of tinfoil hat wares. I think they're, we're seeing what's going on and we're hearing the, the words of our government officials. And some of those are scary. Like I said before, we got to protect it and you know, still prepare for the worst. Yeah, I think you've got it on a, a couple different levels. Like you said, the the whole political climate, you know, are they going to take these things away? Are they going to make them illegal? But also just on the you know, kind of the other side of it is even if those things don't come to pass, I think at least in the short term, we're going to have a hard time getting a hold of the things we want just because of supply and demand. You know, people going out and buying those things in anticipation. So, yep expecting it's going to be a little harder to get some of those things that, you know, maybe we could have bought easily just a month ago. What about you? You planning on any gun purchases? Uh, well, I did just get a shotgun, but uh, I'd actually started doing that before before the elections. That was just something that, that I had a, uh, a deal on. I'd actually, I used to shoot Mossbergs and I decided to go over to 870s. So I ended up selling my my 590 A1 and was without a shotgun for a while and finally just kind of filled that hole. If there was anything, uh, I think I'm good on pistols. I've got an M400, which is a SIG's impingement AR. I think maybe get at least another upper. I'd like to get the piston upper, like a 516 upper, so that I could uh, turn my my M400 into a uh, a piston gun and just have that before those things get hard to get. Yeah. But I really don't go too crazy with, uh, you know, like short barrels and silencers or any of that business, you know, so it'd probably just be a, a typical 16 inch, just uh piston upper. Yeah. I'm kind of the same way. I just want it simple. And that's why like with my lowers, you know, I plan on building uh, a new gun with at least one or two of them, just building it. And just over time, buying a piece here and there and throwing it on and, Got a whole new gun, maybe in a slightly different configuration, each one, and uh, be able to pick up whichever one I want to go to the range. Mm-hmm. Now, what about uh, what are your thoughts on high capacity magazines? Are you going to be stocking up on P mags or anything? Or are you talking about standard capacity magazines? Uh, yeah, yeah. My, <laughs> I, was, I was throwing in some politico speak in case they're listening in. I've got a stupid amount of 30-round magazines. I would like to get some more P-Mags, or I'd like to get some of those uh, Surefire magazines myself. Surefire, if you're listening, we could use a new sponsor. Uh, yeah, I'd like that. There's some pretty good stuff there from those. Uh, and those I might, would consider high-capacity magazines, which are higher than the standard capacity. But I'm not so worried about the uh, AR side. Uh, I'm pretty set in that, that genre of magazine. Uh, I would like to pick up a few more Glock magazines, especially since they're all going to fit in all of my different Glock 9mm that I may have, and probably pick up some uh, SIG magazines for that new SIG pistol. I'm also pretty set on Beretta magazines, but I could always use a few more. Mm. Yeah, it doesn't, I mean, it really wasn't all that long ago, I guess, when you think about it with the uh, 
you know, the Clinton era gun ban and, and suddenly those, you know, the prices that people were paying for, for pre-ban Glock magazines were uh, pretty substantial in some cases. So I guess maybe some people will be stocking up just for the investment potential. Yeah, there's, there's definitely an investment potential in there if something like that were to come down at, without a doubt, especially ARs. You pay, you build a gun over time and you pay maybe a thousand bucks for an AR and you get a pretty, pretty sexy one. And, uh, you know, after a ban, you're selling, you're, you're more than doubling that money. Easy. Yeah. But then you don't have it anymore either. I mean, we saw pre-banned guns with absolutely no furniture whatsoever, just a regular like car 15 looking thing selling for 25, $3,000 mm. during the bans last time, the pre-banned gun. Yeah. So, Absolutely no aftermarket anything cool. All right, so something else that I've concerned about, and you know, you talked about the food thing. When I was in Virginia at the Farm Weapons Instructor Course, I went to a couple of different gun shows, and one of them there was a, a Marine and his wife, and they were promoting a, a company called Shelf Reliance, and I guess they were somehow getting paid by the company to go stand at the gun show and you know hand out flyers, and let people taste their food. Not sure how all that worked out, but uh. I started talking to them and tasted a lot of their, their food that they had there, and it was all really impressive. It was good stuff, and mostly freeze-dried. Most of the stuff had like a shelf life of around 25 years. And the, what really turned me on to this website, when I went back to the room and started looking at it, and I, I watched it for a couple of months and, and kept checking up on it and read the emails when they sent me you know update emails and stuff. But what really turned me on about it was uh, you can go on here, and I set up, I used the calculator to figure out what I need to do to feed my family for six months. And then I set goals for achieving that. And then I set up, you know, recently I decided to go ahead and go through with this. And I set up, because um, I'm getting out of the Marine Corps, I'm retiring. And I don't have a job right now. And I may get a job tomorrow. Then again, I may not. I may get a job and then lose it. I may get hurt. Who knows? I'm stepping into a world that I haven't been in in a long time. So I wanted one, if there's a hurricane or some kind of natural disaster, civil unrest, the zombies, you know, whatever the case may be, or we go through some hard times and we're just living off my small retirement check. Still good for medical, still good for, you know, at least rent, but there's not a lot of money left over for food. So if I have a good six month supply of food in my house that's going to last 25 years, we may have to revert to that. You know, if something bad happens and I just can't get work uh, and the wife can't get work. Don't anticipate that happening, but I also don't anticipate... uh anything but zombies because they're definitely coming but i went in here and i set up shipments and i set up figured out what i could spend you know a month on preparing for this and i set up the exact dates where i'm gonna my credit card is gonna get billed or my debit card is gonna get billed and where it's gonna ship to on that same date so i set all that stuff up and i have exactly what's gonna be shipping to me so by the time i get back to the u.s in the middle of january I'm going to have a large amount of food that's going to sustain my family for quite a long period of time, uh, just in a few months. And I, I think that, that's why I wanted to share this with the audience here. I don't know if this is the best food out there. Uh, that I, I'm not that much into long-term food storage. I don't know everything about this stuff. But what it worked for me, you know, I tasted the food and it tastes good. And I like the fact that I could set up all these things because I know I'm getting paid on these dates, and they're going to charge me on this date and ship it on this date, and I don't have to touch it or worry about it. I know my food's going to be coming to my house, and it's going to be building up my uh, long-term goals in food storage to support my family. Yeah, it's kind of one of those, um, you know, one of those things that sometimes doesn't get thought about. I mean, you know, you get some people that'll prepare for 
you know, Armageddon or whatever and the zombie apocalypse and stuff. But, um, you know, sometimes these preparations, it might just be something as simple as, you know, getting laid off from work and, you know, it's kind of a nice little, you know, nest egg that you can fall back on if, you know, the hard times are, you know, nothing super catastrophic, just something that, you know, you and your family have to get through. Yep. Uh, the website, you can find that out if you're interested in checking that out and kind of doing what I'm doing. I looked everywhere before this started. John helped me look, too, trying to find some kind of referral code so I could give you guys and so I could get, like, store credit or make money that I could use on buying more food here from referring folks. But uh, we couldn't find anything like that. So, unfortunately, I'm not getting anything out of this, but it would have been cool if I did. Shelf Reliance. Uh, it's at www.shelfreliance.com. That's Shelf like Sierra, Hotel, Echo, Lima, Foxtrot, Shelf Reliance. And just because um, you know, just because you couldn't find a referral code, maybe if we could get all our listeners to flash mob Shelf Reliance, uh, maybe that would benefit you in some way later down the road. Yeah, that'd be cool. Tell them you heard about us on Gunfighter Cast, and everybody go there and tell them. So, um, you know, the usual stuff, the weapons, the food. I haven't the... Um, product you know shelf reliance i just heard about it uh about the same time as the listeners did really only a little earlier because we recorded i haven't done that i'm kind of just uh you know trying to kind of practice what you preach on the last episode again just trying to you know slowly over time so it's not a big uh so it's not a big hurt on the pocketbook just kind of building up over time but uh you know living in the northeast you know we don't have uh Nearly as, you know, we don't have the natural disasters of some of the other parts of the country, but, you know, we recently got our, our share. We got um, a little bit of a hurricane followed by a nor'easter, and I'm certainly not in the worst of it. There are people that are a lot worse off in, you know, New York, New Jersey area. And, you know, I think you're seeing what happens when, you know, people have no no preparation whatsoever, no, you know, no food storage. They just you know, don't realize what kind of a fragile lifeline they have where they're only, you know, you're only one day away from, you know, not having a food supply anymore. So that's going to be something that, uh, that again, I'm going to work on as well. Not so much, and it's really nothing to do with the, uh, the elections or anything for me personally. It's just something that, uh, you know, for the same reasons as you, as far as, you know, economic bad times or just natural disasters or, you know, if nothing else, then, you know, eventually you just you just eat it and get some new stuff rotated through. Yeah. It's like we were talking about with John Hottaway in the last episode. The day after the superstorm that hit New York, they were all thirsty and starving. I can't do that. I can't let my kids go hungry, especially if I could prevent it beforehand. Definitely, uh, if your kid's eating, unless you hate your kids, you should probably have some long-term food stores. So check out Shelf Reliance and tell them Gunfighter Cast sent you. All right. What else you got, John? Uh, well, I, I think as far as the uh, you know any kind of short term purchase, I think that's um, that's pretty much all I'm considering right now. I don't have anything else, and I'm not in a financial position where I'm gonna you know go out and buy you know five rifles or something just for the the investment potential and so forth. Unfortunately, I don't have that kind of liquid income that I can do that for. And I'm not really good about buying guns that I don't intend to shoot. You know, anything I buy, I want to actually use the thing. So, not good for collector guns or anything like that. Yeah. So that's um, that's pretty much all my 
minor little bit of purchases that I'll be doing based on recent events. Well, I guess that's pretty much it for our topic. I think we have. Hopefully, uh, you know, we'll get some feedback, see what, uh, you know, see what other people are doing for their preparations, see if they're one of those people that are at the gun store buying up everything in sight or taking a uh, more moderate approach or you think we're crazy for buying anything at all. Like to hear what you have yeah. to say. Absolutely. Absolutely. We would like to hear what you have to say on the Freedoms Network, so make sure you go over there and join and start a discussion. Join us in other discussions, and we would love to have you over there. Yeah, Daniel, uh, you start up uh, kind of a new discussion for every episode anyway, so that'd be a good place yep. to give us your feedback there if, if that's what you prefer. And there has been some good, uh, you know, some good feedback over there talking about, you know, some people bring up something from the show and, you know, we'll kind of continue on the topic a little bit. So it's kind of a handy place to have all that in one area. If you haven't joined yet, please uh, check it out. Yep, sounds good. All right, we still have t-shirts. So go to gunfightercast.com and click on shirts and check out the t-shirts. Just kidding, you can't check them out yet. But there is a description of them. And John has seen the proof. It wasn't a proof that we were ready to put up online yet. And uh, I haven't heard back from our graphic designer and t-shirt maker in a couple of days, but I'm hoping to hear from him today sometime. Uh, if not, I'm going to give him a call because uh, they're going to be ready to ship out here really soon, and we'll get a good picture up there so the rest of you guys can go order shirts. Yes, and the sooner you all order your shirts, the sooner I'll actually get mine. So let's uh, let's step it up a little bit. Daniel's the, yes. Daniel's the one with all the cool shirts. I don't have anything yet. I don't have any shirts yet. Well, I've got my old shirts. Yeah, that's what I mean. Uh, you, you've well, well, you could you should have ordered one whenever we sold them before. We we never did, did we? Well, yeah, we kind of did. Yeah, that was before my time, though. Yeah, you were just a lowly listener. I, I right? didn't like you back then. Gotcha. I guess that's an episode of Gunfighter Cast, huh? Almost, yeah. So again, follow us in the usual places. Um, you know, Facebook, Twitter, Google Plus. And uh, I do want to mention some other shows because, you know, some other shows do mention us and we tend to just kind of move right on by without thanking them. So you know, if you're not already doing it, uh, please listen to the Urban Shooter podcast. And this isn't a complete list. I'm sure we're leaving somebody out, but we'll try and try and hit you uh, in the future. But um, Gun Dudes are always good to us, especially, you know, something I don't even think I've told you yet, Daniel, but uh, when it comes to our zombie apocalypse loadout, Tommy from the Gun Dudes did side with me, with the uh, the Sigs and the Katanas. He thought that that was well, that's not that's not even the least bit surprising. That's so uh, that's practically a celebrity endorsement on my side. So do you get like extra points for that? Well, I should, but then uh, if we look, did, wait, did he vote early and vote often? Uh, I don't think he voted at all. Actually, I think he uh, he was just talking to me. So I was pro- He might have told you that he sided with you too if you were talking to him. So he didn't do this. As in a recording, so it wasn't official. So he just, you could just be making stuff up right now. Uh, I, I could prove it via text messages if I needed to. Because Tom has drinking the Sig Kool-Aid, so no, he's your new buddy now, mm-hmm. and he hates me now because he's like your best friend. Mm-hmm. He was my friend first. But on the same token, the uh, the unnamed trucker, he did vote with you on your side, even after I made a specific request for him to to vote on my side. So he still is firmly in the Daniel Shaw camp. Thanks for your loyalty, Chaz. Mm-hmm. And uh, Safety Solutions Academy. Uh, I was just looking on their website before we recorded this, and it appears he's got another episode up. So looking forward to hearing that. Yeah, I'll go check that one out too. 
All right. Cool. So, well, it's been fun talking to you. Always a pleasure. If you need to get in touch with us, Daniel at Gunfighter Cast, John at Gunfighter Cast, both at dot com. Uh, feel free to shoot us an email. We're also all over Twitter and, of course, Facebook and even Google Plus sometimes. Yeah, I'm trying to get more. Or I'm trying to be over there more often. I know uh, Daniel's been hitting the Freedoms Network and getting us set up over there. So I'm trying to take the uh, the Google Plus side and all three of us that are over there. Uh, I'll try and represent on the Google Plus side. All right. So buy you some ammo. And guns. Get you some long-term food storage. Make sure you have guns. And... If you're going to buy guns, buy SIGs, because that will keep the company in business and keep food on my table. So, SIG Sour Pistols, way to go. All right. And tell them that Gunfighter Cast, that Daniel from Gunfighter Cast sent you to SIG. Yes, because I've already got a hookup with them. Daniel needs some help. Yeah, you're already in there. I'm already in. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, before this gets any more silly, uh, until next time, be safe. Gunfighter Cast, out.